This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning. I'm Ann Romer, filling in for Jim Lang this week, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. So if you're a fan of Ajax Downs quarter horse racing, who isn't? (laughs) The name Emilio Trotta is probably familiar to you. He is the racetrack's general manager. So... As of last Wednesday, the province allowed Ontario racetracks to have some limited numbers of spectators in the stands, and it's a move that has been welcomed by most tracks. However, Ajax Downs is one that did not race with limited fans present this past week. According to their website, there is an announcement to be made shortly about when fans will be welcomed back. Shortly, we're going to speak with Emilio and find out more about Ajax Downs' plans going forward and talk about Ontario's only quarter horse racetrack and what race fans can look forward to when they finally are allowed back on site. Also on the show, and speaking of live spectators, Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park both welcomed back limited fan numbers on Thursday. That was the Canada Day holiday, and it was a day that saw Woodbine welcome back last year's Queen's Plate winner and Canadian Horse of the Year, Mighty Heart. After a stakes win at Churchill Downs just a few weeks ago, Mighty Heart was victorious in the Dominion Day stakes. And one person I know who had one of the best seats in the house was a friend of this show, and Woodbine's head clocker and odds maker Ernie Perry. Ernie joins us again to talk about Thursday's Woodbine card and, for the first time in a long time, what life is like with spectators back in the stand. He'll also take a look at today's Woodbine thoroughbred races and maybe find a wagering tidbit or two for all of us. Stay tuned as he will join us shortly and talk about the life of a clocker and odds maker. Ernie Perry joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. And he's back, my wonderful co-host Larry Simpson. He'll once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks that are racing today, and a potential play at tonight's Meadowlands Harness Card with our Ponies Picks of the Day. It's going to be a fantastic show, so you better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to roll and to go for some heavy-duty action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent racing news. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government, and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. 
Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer, in for Jim Lang this weekend. Let me introduce you to my fabulous co-host and expert on all things ponies and really much more, Larry Simpson. So great to be with you again. Great to see you again, too. So what a day it was. Canada Day was spectacular in terms of racing, and Mighty Heart makes my heart beat even faster than it normally does, thinking about that horse. Well, he was the Queen's Plate winner last year. He was the Prince of Wales winner last year. Uh, Unfortunately, didn't win the Triple Crown with the Breeders' Stakes. He's come back as a uh, four-year-old and raced very well. He won a, a, a minor stakes race in Kentucky a few weeks ago. They put him in the uh, Dominion Day Stakes on Thursday here at uh, at uh, Woodbine, and um, he won, and he won quite convincingly. He looks like he's a force to be reckoned with this year, and uh, with a little bit of luck, he could, could be in the Breeders' Cup Classic or that. Fans are soon uh, going to be filling the stands. They are now officially allowed back in the stands, but at a very reduced number percentage. This is a weird question before we get into the logistics of fans in the stands. Do the horses notice the difference? I think these horses perform, uh, they're they're very high intent animals and that, or intense animals. They know that they're out there to perform. They can hear the crowd year, uh, yelling at them and cheering and that. And I think they, they just get the, uh, the old competitive juices going that way. A lot of the racetracks allowed a percentage back uh, starting on June 30th, which was just a few days ago, and then racing on Canada Day. And we're looking forward to all the races that are going to take place today. Ajax Downs, they have a different approach right now to fans in the stands. What is that approach? They're kind of sitting and waiting, and they're going to come out with an announcement uh, very shortly on when they're going to uh, have their 25% capacity uh, outdoors, uh, so to speak. So Let's right now speak to Emilio Trotta. He's the general manager for Ajax Downs and find out why that decision and what we can look forward to. Hi, Emilio. Good morning, everyone. So, you have breaking news for us, Larry. Emilio, what is it? As you know or are aware that in Ontario, we moved into Phase 3 on June 30th. However, for our first race day on June 30th, under Phase 2, we did not open up to the public. We uh, opened up just for our owners. However, next race day, which I believe is July 7th, the following Wednesday, the Wednesday coming up, we are going to have fans back at the track. Outdoor only. Uh, People will be allowed to go indoor to use the washroom facilities, but other than that, everything is going to be outside. Amelia, why are you waiting eight days? Uh, June 30th, you could have had 25% capacity, but you're waiting until July 7th. Why that length of time? What was behind that decision? We leverage a lot of our facilities with the casino, and uh, the casino runs our food and beverage for us, but they're not open until potentially phase three. So we were working through logistics of uh, being able to offer some sort of food and beverage to our our customers. So we didn't want to 
open on the 30th without some sort of offering. How important is uh, on-track attendance to Ajax Downs? It's what keeps us going. Everyone that comes here or that people know of Ajax Downs and the quarter horse industry in particular here at Ajax, that's all they talk about is all the great crowds that we'd have. On a typical Sunday, we'd have many hundreds of people out here watching the races and the place is generally packed. And that's what everybody talks about and everybody loves the experience here because you can get so close to the track and here you can feel the horses running by you. That's how close you can get up to the rail. And Emilio, can the horses sense the difference from no crowd to jam-packed crowd? I'm not sure about that, but I do know that the jockeys can and they continually talk about it and always discuss with me, you know, when are the people coming back? When are we going to have people? You know, we really miss the crowd. So the jockeys can really tell. Does that feed into the horses? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I would think as well. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Ajax Downs and the, uh, basically the horse population. How many horses would you have to draw from for your, your racing cards? Well, unfortunately this year, our population is slightly down from last year. So we're just slightly over 200. Mm-hmm. Um, that we've got currently registered for racing. As the year goes on, we get more. Um, so we're anticipating now that, that we'll see some more horses coming up to race here. And Emilio, how uh, many days will there be racing this season? Are you able to figure that out? And I'm, of course, that is ho- with the hope that everything remains open as we go from step to step to step. We've got scheduled 21 days. We just added a day for November 1st. To get us to 21, our our original schedule would have been 25, so we lost a few days in May and and the early part of June, and we're trying to, well, we're going to make the one up in November, and because of the uncertainty of our population right now, uh, we're not going to add any more, but we may add some more. How big is the breeding program for quarter horses in Ontario? Well, it used to be pretty big. Uh, It slowed down quite a bit, uh, but it's starting to pick up once again. There was a purse program that uh, was in place temporarily when uh, we ran out of our reserve funding. We were one of the few tracks that had a surplus from the good old SARP days. So we were instructed to use that up for purse money. And then once that was uh, eaten up, we were to go back to see what we could get from Ontario Racing. And so there was something put together called transition funding. And that funding had expired. When that was getting close that expiration date some folks weren't sure what the future of quarter horse racing would be and they stopped breeding however it's been renewed now for another five years and uh, the breeding program has picked up once again so we're quite excited about it we've got uh, we're going to have some uh, two-year-olds coming up on the horizon and our population should uh, sharply turn upward yeah and you know that begs the question let's look at the quarter horse industry in ontario as a whole i mean how would you describe it right now because everyone has been to heck and back because of this pandemic including the quarter horse industry so i think we bottomed out a couple years ago when our population was below 200 horses and last year we saw an increase and this year while we did see a slight decrease from last year it's still above when we bottomed out a couple years ago. The industry, we used to have over 700 horses running here at one point, uh, so you can see the dramatic decrease, decrease Sorry, as we're now just slightly above 200, uh, but it's coming back. We used to race at Fort Erie and at Ajax Downs back in the day, so hopefully someday we can get to that uh, problem once again where we've got 
a lot of horses and maybe we can spread ourselves out to other racetracks. Mm -hmm. What can fans look forward to, uh, you know, going forward for the rest of your uh, racing season? Well, for the first few weeks, the experience won't be quite what it used to be. Uh, we're going to limit some of the things, so um, contest prizes, all that fan interaction will be scaled back just to ensure that we can keep that social distancing going and follow the current guidelines. The food and beverage offering won't be as robust, and then hopefully, as things continue to ease up, um, we'll get back to entertaining our fans like we used to with all the contests and trivia questions and games and things that we do in between races with everybody and prizes. Emilio Trotta, Ajax Downs General Manager, thank you so much for giving us your insights into what has happened, but what the future of Ajax Downs is, and in particular, the quarter horse industry itself. Thank you for joining us on the show. Well, well, thanks for having me, guys. I greatly appreciate it. When we come back, Woodbine's head clocker and odds maker Ernie Perry once again joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Can't wait. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bread, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back. I'm Ann Romer, filling in for Jim Lang. Woodbine's head clocker and odds maker, Ernie Perry, no stranger to this show, and he joins us again today. We're thrilled about that, to talk about Thursday's Canada Day racing card that saw the return of the great Mighty Heart and for our new listeners, Ernie's going to give us a quick overview of his dual role as head clocker and track odds maker. Ernie, welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Great to have you with us. We have a lot of new listeners to the show, and we have a relatively new fill-in host, that would be moi, taking over for Jim just this once. <laughs> Can you help me understand, and all of us who are new to this sport, what a clocker is? Horses on a daily basis, get daily exercise by just galloping. But every seventh day, sixth to seventh day, they may need a workout. So they would work out a quarter of a mile, three-eighths of a mile, half a mile, 
five-eighths of a mile, three-quarters of a mile, and so on. Also, they may need these workouts if they're first-time starters to prove that they can work in an eligible time so that they're fit to run. We wake up, so we're there at 5.30 in the morning. Horses get called in from a gap attendant to a sheet writer. She writes the names of the horses down. I have a book with all the markings of the horses on the grounds, which is about 2,000. We identify the horses, and we keep our eyes on the pole. So we know a horse is working when he gets close to the pole and gets to the 5-8 marker. We know he's working. We call it out, and we just hand time them just like that. And on a Saturday, Sunday, which is our usually time, uh, days, could be anywhere from 200 to 300 workers per day on the weekends. In a nutshell, we hand time horses, mm-hmm. and you'll see it in the race program or the racing form. And you are Woodbine's head clocker. So what does that really mean, Ernie? So I, I'm, I'm in charge. I have a staff of about uh, seven. So I would look at horses that I think work the best for that particular day and see when they're running next. Then I would write a report out to give to handicaps, to betters, to the fans. And I would just say that these horses have been working very good, uh, something you might consider in your wagering. What distinguishes a good workout from a mediocre one, Ernie? There's different factors, Larry. It could be how I like to see a horse come home faster than start faster. And by that meaning, he might go the opening quarter in 22 and the final quarter in 26, I would rather see it the other way around. And then the galloping out, which means after the work is over, he continues or she continues to work or gallop out strongly as opposed to stopping right after the work. You're also a track odds maker. Maybe it's the track odds maker. You've got two hats that you wear at Woodbine. What exactly is that? So I'm the morning line odds maker for Woodbine. We draw for races 72 hours in advance. We put out a program after the next day. And what I do is I set the odds for the horses in a particular race. So my goal in setting those odds is to give the public an idea what the payouts are going to be at the end of the race. Just giving an example on for race five today, there's a horse lowest Len. I made, I've installed this horse at three to one. So I expect this horse, if it wins, to pay $8. Uh, silver magnetized, I installed that four to one. I expect this horse to pay $10 at the end of the day. That doesn't always work that way because once the mutuals open and the betting public starts betting, and these odds change as the money is put on these horses. There's also a bit of a handicapping angle there. If a horse is your morning line favorite and he opens up below the morning line, obviously he's live on the board, but if he opens up uh, higher than what you've put him, He's maybe a little cooler, right? So you got to watch the money, the way the money flows. If I made a horse 12 to 1 and he opens up at 3 to 1, you know, he very well might float up to 12 to 1 by post. But that being said, that means there's money been put on him early. Could be barn money, horses that work uh, or trainers that, you know, think their horse is going to run well. They'll put this money early and uh, people might not see it because, you know, he could float up to 12 to 1, and then you'll get 12 to 1 at the end of the day. But, yes, you got to pay attention to the odds board for sure. Can we go back in time, uh, Canada Day, Thursday? How exciting was it to see the Canadian Horse of the Year, Mighty Heart, in action again? Well, it was very exciting, and uh, you can hear by the roar of the crowd mm. uh, cheering him on at the end that he's just a fan favorite in Canada. And... Uh, 
his previous start in the U.S. was one gutsy effort, and he's got a lot of fans now North America-wide. So uh, he's just a horse that tries. He has a, he's a horse with one eye. Uh, he lost uh, an eye in his uh, younger days, and uh, he tries. He's got some obstacles, but he tries so hard that uh, at the end of the day, that's what horse racing is about. It's about being a fan. And you've watched a lot of races. You've watched a lot of horses that you've clocked in that. How did Mighty Heart look? His race, the race previous, was fantastic. You would think it would take a lot out of him, but he came back with two workouts, and we call them just maintenance works because the horse is relatively fit, obviously from a winter uh, down in the U.S. So he comes back just with maintenance works and worked in 49 and 3 about four or five days ago. And that's because he was so amped and, and just wanted to get out of the stall. They had to work him a little bit off him because he was so antsy and, and ra- raring to go. So it's it's a good move to see. Ernie, how does Mighty Heart compensate for the loss of an eye? How does he race and run and navigate the track with just one eye? All he can see is ahead of him. So what he doesn't know so much that's beside him, uh, he just keeps to his task. And his task is pretty much to... And the rider's task is to get him to the front um, and and use his skills and speed. You know, if he does see somebody in front of him, he, he uses him as a target and uh, he'll try to gun him down. But he wears, I know, the cup on the one eye. Let's get back to your, your role as a clocker. Today's card at uh, Woodbine. Is there anything that was on your clocker sheet that maybe our listeners uh, should be watching? Yes, I have a horse in the fifth race, uh, number nine, uh, Gilful. For Nathan Squires, it's a small, smaller trainer, smaller stable. But every year he comes out with a, a first-time two-year-old that runs very, very well and pays a decent price. He had one last year, Gospel Way, uh, paid over fifty dollars to win. Um, this one worked back on June twelfth in forty-six and two, so it's quite fast. The time before in forty-seven and four, so those were eye-catching. Has come back with. A little slower works now that the horse knows what to do in a race. And the horse has done everything right in the morning. Now it's a different story when you get to the track in the afternoon. There's 12 horses. They're two-year-olds. They're new. They need a lot of lessons. Anything can happen in the afternoon. But the horse is training well. And if the horse trains and, and runs to its workouts, Number nine, Guy should pay a decent price. Ernie yeah. Perry, Woodbine's head clocker and track odds maker, thanks so much for being on the show with us again. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Emily. Have a good day. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some additional standard bred action from tonight's Meadowlands card. So make sure that your HPI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standardbred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. 
The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Live Harness Racing continues at the Meadowlands Racetrack every Friday and Saturday night with the 6.20 post time. Big M's championship meet is highlighted by the Meadowlands Pace on July 17th and on August 7th. It's the famed $1 million Hamiltonian headlining an exceptional day of stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager on all the Big M's exciting harness racing action through your HPI bet account and your Dark Horse app. And be a part of the Meadowlands Racing Experience. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. So before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and possible betting gems as Larry gives us his ponies picks of the day? Let's go for it. Let's begin with Woodbine, Larry. Okay, let's start uh, Woodbine Race 4 is a 6 furlong on the synthetic maiden $15,000 claimers uh, fillies and mares three-year-olds and up the number two horse out of the speedway actually drew the outside 11 post in her first start this year and subsequently raced wide throughout and this was a day when the outside uh, or the inside was the place to be and the outside wasn't the uh, basically the uh, the inside portion ruled so uh, out of the speedway was actually bet down to three to one that day did close some to finish fifth, and today dropped significantly in class. Has the blinkers removed? Uh, she raced her best races last year without blinkers. Has an extra half furlong to play with, so there's lots to like. Uh, so race four, number two, out of the speedway. How do you know all of this? <laughs> really, truly. Age. <laughs> no, experience and the passion for ponies, that's for sure. Let's move to Gulfstream. Okay, Gulfstream Park has a couple of stakes races signed on today, and a friend of the show, Flo Giroux, has been enticed to ride at uh, Gulfstream. However, he also has a couple of other uh, rides on the card, including race nine, which is a seven and a half furlong turf event for 12,500 claimers. Flo's aboard number 11, Harbor Master and riding for trainer Patrick Biancone. Now the story is Patrick Biancone was one of the trainers that actually brought Flo from France and Flo's probably one of the top riders in, in the world now. So uh, when Flo rides for Patrick Biancone, there's pr a good combination there. Uh, Harbour Masters last race was actually his best of the year when he finished a close second. He worked a bullet for furlongs the other day. Grabbing flow today to uh, ride is certainly going to help his chances. So Gulfstream Race 9, number 11, Harbour Master. Watch for flow. Okay, let's go back to Woodbine. This is Woodbine Mohawk Park. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, uh, tonight at Mohawk, there's a jackpot high five mandatory payout on Race 11. They're estimating the pool size of uh, 500,000. So basically, uh, you have to pick the top five horse finishes in that race. And there's actually a 20 cent bet on that. So it's, it's something that, uh, you know, if you want to take a chance, it's, it's better than a lottery ticket. So, uh, but uh, I'm going to go to uh, race number one for uh, maybe to get some, some money to bet the, uh, the uh, jackpot tonight. 
And uh, I'm looking for a better effort by Torin Hanover, who's number four in race one tonight uh, at uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park. I selected Torin Hanover last week. I thought he had a great shot, and uh, he didn't get the uh, best uh, shape of the race. It kind of went against him. He's, he's down in class today. Uh, it's his fourth race since the break in racing, uh, since uh, because of the COVID shutdown and that. So Woodbine Mohawk Park, race one, number four, Torin Hanover. Last but far from least, the Meadowlands. The Meadowlands offers over $700,000 in stakes races tonight. Race six is one of them. It's the One Mile Art Escape uh, Mare Pace, named after one of the top uh, race mares ever. Uh, has a purse of 160000 Number two, J.K. First Lady had the dreaded eight post uh, in her last start. Uh, she moves inside today. Should have an opportunity for better trip. She can leave a little bit. She can uh, maybe drop off the pace and get some cover. Doesn't hurt that Dexter Dunn, Dun, her uh, driver, has been red hot. So the Meadowlands, race six, number two, J.K. First Lady. And before I sign off, I'd just like to give a shout out to fans of horse racing who have been helping us with our social media. Mark uh, Heatherman and his uh, his son uh, Joey have been doing a great job. They're getting us a lot of uh, respect out there. And if you're looking for some more handicapping advice, uh, you can go to Fans of Horse Racing and they can uh, hopefully supply you some winners too. So, Or listen to this show carefully oh. every Saturday <laughs> at 8.30. That's right. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us for this great edition of Ponies 24-7 Radio Magazine. And just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 Magazine and the new one just released, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca forward slash ponies. Stay with us now on 105.9 The Region. The feed is next. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9, the region.